let's go. Hi, welcome to Ariva. Wait, what's the name of our damn thing? <laughs> we Fixed Real Estate. Okay. Yeah. Hi, welcome to We Fixed Real Estate, sponsored by Ariva. I am Misty McAfee, and I am here with Fred Glick. How are you doing, Fred? Oh, just groovy. How about you? It's another beautiful day in California, of course. Um, well, we're going to be saying goodbye to 2020. Hopefully. Soon. Soon. Hopefully. hopefully. I'm ready. <laughs> uh, I don't really celebrate New Year's Eve, but I think I will this year. <laughs> you know? Good answer. Good answer. Okay. So today we are going to be talking about how to buy a home in a pandemic in 2020. And we're going to turn off all our cell phones. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's just something I'll, I'll, I'll turn off the thingy so I can stop hearing it. You're just a busy man. We have I'm people buying homes you. in a pandemic. Tell me how they're doing it. <laughs> Got it. Well, it's funny. When I have a new client, the first question I ask him is, why are you buying in the middle of a pandemic? And the answer has been basically, it's like, eh, we're in a one bedroom apartment. We got one baby and another on the way. We got to get out of here anyway. We spent plenty of time because we had it getting pre-approved, looking through Redfin, finding places. So we figured, hey, might as well. The problem is multiply you by a eh, thousand <laughs> roughly depending on the house uh mm -hmm. you know and and also understand that other people have the same taste you do so when there's really a nice tastefully done house with nice equipment in it on a good location on a great street and a good school district everybody wants that so it's like there's one banana left in the supermarket 50 people are outside. They all want a banana. That's the way it is. And it's like the banana Republic of real estate at this point. So there are a whole bunch of things. Now, let me just tell you, every single house is not like this. The desirable ones are, and you know what they are. Um, as I kind of just described, there's other property that's just sitting. And I'll discuss that after, because that's kind of the secret sauce of finding a house if you can't get into the crazy bidding process. Okay. So let's start. Let's take your typical four bedroom, two and a half bath suburban house on a 7,000 square foot lot. It's a 2,800 square foot house. It's located in a great neighborhood with a school district that has a nine on it. And it's priced, let's just for fun, say a million dollars. Okay. So here's the two things that happen. Number one, either the listing agent is going to say, on this date, we're going to take all your offers. That's your worst case. That's your worst scenario. Okay. And I'll why go back. is that? Why is that your worst scenario? Because everybody's bidding at once. So you have all the competition. Now, if there's a property that is available for sale, but they don't have a date on it, here's the number one thing you have to understand and know. No matter what, go and see that house as soon as you possibly can to determine if you're going to want to buy it. I mean, as soon as possible. You're on Redfin. You have the alerts going. You get that alert. You slack me and tell me, let's see this today between four and seven. Fine. We'll make the appointment as quick as we possibly can. So that's number one. And if you get it, you like it, you write it. 
and I don't care if there's disclosures or anything because I just lost two houses. Client was going to see them on Saturday. Today is, I made the appointments on Wednesday morning, Wednesday afternoon. I got an email. It was the same listing agent, as a matter of fact, and both are under agreement. Gone. Because the seller, think about the seller. It's really important. It's got nothing to do with you. It's all about the seller. So the seller wants to be comfortable that they know they got a great price, terms they can accept, like nobody trying to do 15,000 inspections after you've done inspections and termites. They've waived the mortgage, they're paying cash, or they're getting a loan super quick. They're going to close in very short period of time. So there's reasons that this thing went off. Basically, the seller said, oh my God, I have to take this offer. So you have to be prepared to do the same thing, to have the seller say, oh my God, I'm going to take this offer. So let's talk about that secondary problem if everybody bids at the same time. So here's what's going to happen. By that point, you should, if you're in Northern California, and you probably don't if you're anywhere else, have inspections, termites, all that stuff done on the property. If they are, no matter what the results are, you just have to waive them. <laughs> I got the inspection. Okay, thank you very much. Um, you can buy a home warranty for like five, six hundred bucks, and it solves some of your questions about appliances and things that go wrong and water heaters. But as long as structurally the property is good and, you know, there's going to be minor repairs in every used house. Think about buying a used car you've done. It's always something. So as long as the homeowner's been, quote unquote, changing the oil and keeping maintenance up, you should be okay. And you can look at a house and kind of feel if there's something wrong or not. Um, so anyway, you have to, when you bid, multiple bid, situation, waive the inspection, waive the termites. There's always termites in California because it doesn't freeze. So you're going to have to get rid of them at some point in the uh, ownership anyway. Um, so those are waived. The appraisal is waived if you're going for a mortgage. And if you're going for a mortgage, you're going to waive the loan. So you're going to put up 3% of the sale price. To, uh, and if you don't go to closing, you lose it. So you have to get pre-approved super pre-approved, or we could come up with some crazy name. But the, the point is, the lender has to be ready to just order the appraisal on the day you give them the agreement of sale. Having previously had an underwriter look at the file, make sure your W-2s, pay subs, bank statements, everything's excellent, cleared, clean, ready to go. So all they need is title insurance stuff, the appraisal back, maybe an updated pay stub and bank statement. It has to go back to underwriting one more time. So you could probably get it closed in roughly 15 to 21 days. That's an important question to ask your loan officer uh, because they will be able to tell you, and then you'll be able to make an offer. Now, price. I had a deal last week or two weeks ago. List price is one three something like one three seven nine. My people bid one. Four nine eight or something like that, and the agent come back to me and said, "We have taken an offer that was substantially higher." Now I don't know what it closed that because you don't know until it closes, but it's insanity out there. It's just absolute insanity. You have to be prepared to overpay and waive everything, give up basically everything you normally would in a normal deal. So. 
scared you yet? <laughs> I have been successful with these. Every deal is a little bit different. I have to kind of feel out what the agents are looking for. Uh, th th there's a lot of factors that go into it. So don't be scared too much, but just realize you may have to do that. And I just did it with three clients and it worked. They got the house they wanted. Yeah. They paid a That's little more. Great. Yeah. <laughs> also, another thing I like to do is make sure I'm the backup offer. So if some idiot can't close for some reason, I'm right there. I got a house that way for a client in San Carlos a few weeks ago. People bowed out. They said, are you still interested? Yep. We worked right away, got the agreement, got it to escrow, boom, 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 done. So backup offers, that's another way. That happened with a home we did here in LA that they said it was already in escrow. And then I just followed up with the agent and turns out it was back on the market before it was was even back on the market and our buyers got it. Exactly. Exactly. So that's our job is to, you know, keep pushing these things. So there's a bunch of little things that we actually do. So for people who say, oh, I don't need a, an agent. Well, <laughs> sometimes you do. And there's some good reasons for it, especially in this crazy market. Well, you don't that's, need an agent. By the way, that that's you, Jack behind there, my cat. He's oh, trying to escape. Line. It was so good. You don't need an agent. You need an Ariva agent. You need no. You don't need an agent. You need a Riva. Yeah. There. Yeah. Even better. Ooh, we're coming up with fun stuff today. You're welcome. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> so anyway, let's now let's go back to the rest of you that are crying in a pool of tears because you can't buy a house. Okay. Pandem yeah. Pandemic wise, you actually can. Let me give you a couple of ideas on what I've done. And again. It's going to vary between the market and everything else. First thing I do is I have a, I had a, I'll give you an example of the client. He was looking around, let's say million dollars up here in Foster City and uh, Redwood City, yeah, Northern California, in the mid peninsula. So we were getting frustrated. Same things I've been talking about, getting overbid, et cetera, et cetera. We finally figured something out. Let's look at everything on the market for at least. 30 days at this point, uh, because if it hadn't sold in 30, there's something wrong. A, mostly they're extremely overpriced. And usually there's a combination of there's something wrong with the place in addition to it being overpriced. So we found one of those. It was a townhouse that the backyard faced the street that you think would be busy. But we actually figured this out. It's a corporate area near where uh, Cisco's headquarters is. And it's only busy, you know, at nine-ish and five-ish, and those people are going slow anyway. So we went there two different times. We listened, we made sure, and he was fine with it. It was a townhouse, nothing too exciting. Had a garage, part of an association. And we got it for about, I think, $75,000 less than what they were asking. We went in thinking, you know, we're not going to get this, but we did it and we got it. So, and it closed. So the idea is that you got to look at stuff that may not appeal to you or may not appeal to most people. And that's the key. Got to get a little creative. My favorite saying in real estate, and, I, and you quote me all the time on this, there's nothing a sledgehammer and money can't solve. Okay. Very mm -hmm. simple. So if you go into a house, it's laid out stupid. I mean, 
you could ask any of my buyer clients when I go with them to a house and we go into an older house. And the first thing I say is take this wall down. Why did they put this wall up? I mean, there's walls that just show up for no reason. So get that sledgehammer out, but get the engineer to make sure it's structurally sound first, but it can be done. So get a little creative. It might've been an ugly layout house, but go in there and knock some walls down and you got yourself a flow. It's just going to depend house by house. So look at the stuff that's on the market and isn't selling. You know, if you think you have a twinkling of offering something on it, go ahead, go for it. It's crazy out there, but you never know what somebody is also going to be motivated by. We don't Early know. Early bird gets the worm right now. Well, that and the super late bird because of the overpriced junk. So mm-hmm. there's kind of, that's the two types majority houses in the market so it's you know like the old boy scout adage of be prepared you have to be beyond prepared i think it's the new words for it so sledgehammer money beyond prepared that's what you can take out of this uh podcast and that's what ariva can help you do Speaking of Ariva, if you send me an email, misty at ariva.com, and you can show me that you have started following us on Twitter, I will send you an Ariva hat. Show them that logo right there. Oh, it's a podcast, but should we upload this video? Yes. Just go to ariva.com. I think think it's backwards because we're on the camera. Or I don't know if it's forward or backwards. No, it's forward. Okay. That's our our little thingy, our little A. Yeah, I'm happy to send. We get, a, we get our... A's in real estate. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's good. God, I we mean, could be on. You don't need an agent. You need a Reva. I mean, just oh, come on. on. Yeah, we're, we're just. and Grab a hat, people, while you can. I'm Follow telling us you. On Every Twitter. week we'll try to come up with a new slogan. So, <laughs> What's your Twitter handle, Fred? Ariva Inc. <laughs> Ariva Inc. Ariva Inc. <laughs> Yeah, so send me an email, misty at ariva.com, showing me that you're following us on Twitter. And the first three people, I will send you a hat. And that is all for We Fix Real Estate today. Thank you so much. And please tune in for another podcast soon. Say goodbye, Jack. Bye. Goodbye. Yeah. Goodbye, Jack.